tell me about the oils that you keep in your kitchen and why, you know, how you chose them and why you have more than one oil. At Lighthouse, we have a huge variety of olive oils. They're used from anywhere to for marinades, to ingredients in different dishes, to finishing oils. Uh, we confit in oil. We also use it for infusions. So it's a, it's a really huge variety of, of different oils depending on their uh, harvesting time to their pungency to how we're going to use them. It's it's exciting. It's a part of the part of the many ingredients that we have. Can you um, get specific about why you have, you know, what kind of uses you put these oils to when you use the milder ones, when you use the more pungent ones? Olive oil has so many different qualities and so many different ways of using it from a very mild, uh, maybe a late harvest olive oil that you can use uh, in a sauce where you want it to have very little flavoring uh, influence to using it as something that you're finishing a dish that really gives it um, spice and greenness and, and is really used as a flavoring agent, uh, depending on the temperature that you are going to use it for. So it really has uh, so much variation in how it can be used and we wanna make sure that uh, we are using it in the right way and that it really shines through the cooking and especially in a Mediterranean cuisine that olive oil is so prevalent. And, and my brother definitely knows a lot about the history of all these ingredients and how they, they grew together. So he can talk a little bit about that as well. Yes, I can. Um, so uh, in some of the dishes that we make here at Lighthouse, uh, the olive oil, as we know, uh, helps uh, human body digest certain uh, nutrients from different plants. Let's say in hummus, as an example, chickpeas and olives were cultivated around the same area, Syria and Turkey, or the border of which uh, uh, these countries today lay. Back then, of course, thousands of years ago, we didn't have border, it was just a region. And that's where uh, chickpeas and olives were first cultivated. And they, uh, by trial and error, I guess, over thousands of years ago, they realize that they work really well together. Uh, the olive oil helps uh, the human body digest and absorb certain nutrients, definitely with chickpeas uh, and other legumes as well. So um, when we use uh, olive oil, let's say for hummus, we choose the one that goes most well with that in terms of flavor, in terms of mouthfeel. We don't wanna have a, a, a greasy uh, palate when we eat uh, a creamy, kind of like a uh, flavorful uh, dip. Um, and then depends on, uh, on what we add to the, to the dish. Let's say if, if uh, we add garlic to it, then we'll have maybe a more pungent olive oil to uh, come through uh, just as much as the garlic does. So there's flavor, there's mouthfeel, there's uh, strength of, of flavor as well. And, and wellness. And wellness, of course. So, so good for you. Yeah. Um, I noticed on your homepage that you have all these lovely mezze that are kind of in pools of olive oil. And it made me think that, um, you know, Americans use olive oil. We're such misers with olive oil. <laughs> we think of it as something you just put in the skillet for sauteing just a little bit, as little as you can use. Or we maybe put a few drops on a dish at the end. But I get the impression that you use it more lavishly. So can you talk a little bit about that Eastern Mediterranean approach to using olive oil? Part of 
for the mission statement at Lighthouse is to feed as many people as possible food that is good for them. So we absolutely aim to create a menu that is extremely healthy and diverse and delicious and colorful and supports local farms. And olive oil, the way that we grew up and, and, and in our cuisine is just a, such a prevalent flavor and ingredient. And it really is part of the dish. I mean, it, it changes everything. It gives it this depth and mouthfeel, like my brother mentioned, and, and all of these uh, uh, really layers of flavor. And that, and, and for, a fi- for a finishing oil specifically, it really is used as something to enhance the dish. So it gives it this glistening, greenish kind of beautiful color, and it transformed the dish from being something very delicious to something that has so much complexity and layers of flavor and beauty. And we're just enjoy spreading it. And, and, and again, it goes back to the, um, it be- makes the food also m- much more bioavailable and it helps us digest it. So use it lavishly. You, you, you can, and it's healthy for you and good for you. Unlike maybe some other oils that were more popular in the 80s, olive oil is really something that you can consume a lot without, uh, with very little or, or, or no sort of harm to it. A cup, maybe apart from like calorie consumption, that is something someone should be aware of. Now you mentioned uh, Mediterranean and Eastern Mediterranean uh, cuisine or diet, this is a, a cuisine that has changed and still changes over time. Uh, the Mediterranean diet or uh, what we'd see on an on a, on a, on a average table 500 years ago is very different than 200 years ago, 100 years ago, and today with the discovery of America, the Middle East and the Mediterranean were introduced to tomatoes and peppers. Things were not here before, so the Mediterranean diet a thousand years ago or two thousand years ago is very different than today. Uh, and also, I would say uh, we're still evolving, just like my sister said. What we had in the '80s and what we have now, we, we sort of uh, having a, a second renaissance of olive oil in America and in, and in the Middle East and the Mediterranean as well. We are uh, finding new ways to work with olive oil. We're finding new uh, dishes. We're inventing new dishes, things that were not available even 20 years ago are now becoming uh, more apparent and more ubiquitous all over, uh, let's say, our TVs, our uh, Instagram, any anywhere you look, you see new ways to, uh, to work with old ingredients and olive oil is an integral part of it. It really helps make those ingredients and techniques shine today like it happened before. Could you give some specific examples from your own um menu of how um, olive oil, a certain type of olive oil makes a, a dish really come together or, you know, elevates a dish. Um, I, I, I don't want to go back to the hummus, uh, but I have to because uh, <laughs> this is uh, very proud of the way we make hummus at Lighthouse. Um, I've been playing with uh, different techniques of making hummus. Uh, as I'm sure a lot of people know, they're every, it's just like in Italy, where uh, 50 kilometers over there, they use the metric system. Uh, from village to village, they'll make the exact same dish, but it will completely it'll look different, and it will taste completely different, and it will be completely different, even though it's the same Italian dish. Same thing goes for hummus in Syria, Lebanon, and uh, different parts of Israel as well as Egypt and Jordan. 
So if I have Hamas in Tel Aviv, it will be very, taste and look and feel very different than the one in Jerusalem. And even within Jerusalem, different neighborhoods and areas have a different way to make hummus. And when we make hummus here, uh, certain uh, styles of making hummus will call for a different olive oil uh, to uh, either express certain things or, con or contrast certain other things. So uh, that's how we use it differently, even in, in Lighthouse with certain dishes. So let's say I'm making right now, I'm making the Yafo uh, Tel Aviv style hummus, which is a lot more creamy, uh, tahini forward and very delicate in terms of the amount of garlic and, uh, and other things that I use. And I can really uh, have a very light and bright olive oil versus let's say an East Jerusalem hummus, which is a uh, much strong, strong flavor. They use a lot more garlic and uh, a lot more lemon. And then I'll have to use a more robust, fruity, uh, dark green, dark flavor olive oil. And then this way I can play with different olive oils. And it really, uh, we, we tasted some uh, a few days ago with and without it, it's a completely different dish. So the olive oil really is a, a flavor in the dish itself. And also in general, I would say the, the, our menu is very vegetable forward. Um, about 70% of the menu is vegetarian, 30% of it is completely plant-based. So olive oil is one kind of like a really beautiful, fresh fat uh, that we use to, to flavor everything. Uh, in a zucchini dish that we currently have on the menu, we use a, uh, a very light, not really pesto, not really salsa, and we're using a fairly light tasting olive oil or like a very uh, fruity, delicate olive oil, but then the finishing touch for the dish um, over a, a shaved uh, aged feta is a really robust one. So, so in the same dish, you would have two olive oils and there the pesto you want it to kind of feel very, taste very mild and a little bit sweet. And then the finishing olive oil kind of gives it a nice little kick and that spicy olive oil tastiness. You mentioned that you're a, a plant forward kitchen. Do you feel like olive oil helps um, helps you uh, in that, you know, in that in plant forward kitchens that olive oil helps you get deliver more flavor, deliver more satisfaction when you're working without or with not very much meat or animal protein? When we use a lot of vegetables that we do uh, and we use different techniques, roasting, grilling, uh, just slicing, chopping, etc. Something funny, someone said at the, at the CIA when we were there that people don't like vegetables and uh, Europeans also, they don't necessarily like vegetable, they just eat it and, and they like it more with olive oil. It's, uh, it's uh, very true. The olive oil uh, really helps you don't like to eat vegetables, broccoli or wherever. Uh, you know, broccoli has a very bad name. I personally like it. But, uh, <laughs> But the, uh, the different types of olive oil and the use of olive oil really uh, changes the flavor and the texture and the way the vegetable comes to uh, be introduced to the customer, to, the, to whoever eats them. So without a doubt, in a, in a, in a plant-forward kitchen, uh, plant-forward dishes, olive oil, is, it's an integral part of any type of uh, technique we use with vegetables. What about with seafood? Does that, uh, when you're doing seafood preparations, does that steer you so towards a certain type of oil or can you point to a dish on your menu where you've got like the uh, fish with just the perfect oil for it? Our fish 
or our, our seafood selection also changes seasonally. Uh, and so depending on what is in season around us at the time, we'll definitely, uh, via trial and error or just over time, knowing different fishes and, and, and what they'll work with if we're using something like Spanish mackerel that is uh, so abundant in flavor and, and, and really robust, we'll definitely use something, uh, a spicy, robust olive oil with it versus maybe a milder fish like tuna or mahi-mahi, and we'll use something a little bit more delicate and fruity. Um, so there's definitely, that definitely comes into place. Right now we have uh, swordfish skewers and they come with an avocado skug and that's paired with a very spicy uh, olive oil and garlic and it's just an explosion of flavors. And also the finish, we have a ceviche uh, made of tuna and so we finish just on top with a, a, a tiny drizzle of olive oil that's very bright. So it brightens up the dish. It's very light uh, and gives it just a nice little hint of uh, fruitiness on top of like, you know, the ceviche flavors. Yeah, we use it. Yeah, it goes really well. <laughs> not surprisingly, with all kind of seafood. We eat uh, uh, shrimp, fish, uh, in, even in the, uh, the mussels. Yeah. There's uh, as a finishing touch, olive oil really just gives the gives the dish like a, a, a bright new. Uh, We're not shy <laughs> in our olive oil use. <laughs> you mentioned sort of the seasonality of fish, but what about um, seasonality with produce? Does that tend to take you in different directions with olive oil? Do you tend to use a different style of olive oil in the spring than you do in the fall or in the winter? Winter winter vegetables tend to be a little bit higher in sugar, a little bit more dense in flavors. So we'll definitely use a more robust olive oil. We also are always tasting olive oils, different producers, different seasons, uh, everything changes. So we are always tasting with it and, and, and pairing it as we go along. We do it with our kitchen staff. We make dishes and try them with different olive oils and really kind of that's part of the process. Our staff really loves tasting olive oil. They'll come in and, and they'll say, oh, there, you know, there's an olive oil tasting and there's all these little plates and, and we're all kind of deciding which one is our favorite and, and, and pairing it to the right dish. So it's definitely something we do often with both the seasons of the, the vegetable, the produce, the fish, uh, and also the olive oil itself. Yeah, I think today, especially after the pandemic where everybody was cooking at home for a very long time, uh, it's, uh, it's, I think people found a lot of joy in cooking and uh, trying recipes. Uh, and one of the things that I really enjoy is going over a dish with my cooks uh, or my front of the house staff and tasting it with different olive oils and see which one we like best and vote on which olive oil will go with each dish. So uh, it goes it goes without saying that uh, when vegetables change, we change our menu. And so we change our olive oil selection with it. Whether it's Italian or Spanish or sometimes from Israel or Chile, like they're all, they're all changing and we want to make sure that we're on top of those seasons as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that a lot of your customers, a lot of my friends don't think they like a really pungent, aggressive, bitter olive oil. Um, what can you, how can we make these oils more acceptable, more approachable to people? The pungent oil is essentially are the healthier ones, right? The folic acid is, is, is more present and they're, and they're actually better for you. And in ancient time, I think they, uh, judge it by how many coughs and the more coughs you had from the olive oil the better it was for you the better olive oil it was so i think first of all in in today's world 
where people care so much about wellness and their bodies and maintaining our youth. I think that is one uh, definitely positive. And, and the other thing is truly pairing it with food that it works well with. It, uh, it, if it becomes a part of the dish, I mean, no, I don't know a lot of people that eat straight up mustard uh, from the jar, but if you're using it as an ingredient, even a very spicy one can, can be great company to, to other things. So, I mean, uh, very spicy, very pungent olive oil is not meant to sort of be doing shots and, and drinking it straight up the bottle, but on a, on a really delicious tomato salad with some smoked salt, and basil complemented by other things. It could be absolutely delicious. A little bit of vinegar to maybe um, make it a little bit more palatable if, 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 the, if the spice disturbs you. So it's how do you incorporate it in the cooking? Baking, making an, an olive oil cake where there's so many other ingredients and the sugar might take away from the olive oil, but using a pungent one, the olive oil can actually come through in a really beautiful way. So it's it's, uh, it's, it's about creating these combination and tasting it and not being afraid to, to try it and maybe say, okay, maybe maybe just even use a little bit less. But, uh, but knowing that it's so good for you and knowing to pair it properly, I think that's the, that's the way to go. My sister touched on a, on a good point. Uh, how often do you just sit and sip on olive oil? If you're not a, even if you're not a, even if you are a professional, it's not something you do regularly. Uh, just like uh, we taste vinegar or we taste wine, same thing goes for the olive oil. So for pungent uh, olive oils, um, I would say they it, we it, it's our job to introduce it to to people in such a way, and and um, maybe even on uh, the cooking show, instead of just saying some olive oil, describe what olive oil it is. And this is something that I just thought of when uh, my sister was talking how you know if you cook with red wine you never mention what red wine you're using uh or uh if you know you're using uh olive oil let's just say olive oil hot olive oil whatever so it's time to get into the conversation uh what olive oil we're using where's it from what are these characteristics just like with, with mustard we talk about dijon mustard for certain things and uh the yellow mustard for others the same should go for olive oil as well I just have two more questions. One is about sustainability, because I know that's important to you. And I wonder if you feel like olive oil uh, helps run a more sustainable kitchen in the sense, perhaps, that it makes it easier to, to be planned forward. Um, do you see any, any link between use of olive oil and a more sustainable kitchen? I mean, I would say the link between sustainability and olive oil might not be obvious, but it does represent a history and a type of dining and a, and a priority that I think promotes that. It, if you're if you're using a lot of oil of oil, you're you're probably not a steakhouse necessarily, right? Uh, if you care about the packaging of the olive oil or where it's coming from or and how how it's made and whether it's uh, extra virgin or not, so I think the you know the the, the your values tend to be ones that are the same or in, in the direction of sustainability, it, it's probably not entirely a coincidence that we have a very sustainable restaurant and that, you know, uh, olive oil is a part of it, but I don't think that there is like an absolute obvious link to it. But people who care about what they're eating, about their well-being, about other people's well-being, about cooking healthy and eating a lot of vegetables, like they all tie into the same thing. And I think olive oil is just part of that equation in a way. 
we're, we're working up, uh, with sustainable or sustainability in mind. Uh, we try to keep as local as possible. And uh, we have to make compromises like anything else in life. And olive oil, it will be one of the compromises because it is, is, is mostly shipped from Europe or from other countries around the world, right? If it would be Italy, Greece, Chile, South America, anywhere else, France, uh, Spain. So that is the one compromise we're willing to make and offset. We fairly much, everything is local uh, at Lighthouse. Vegetables, uh, seafood is always around here. We work with farms upstate for our, for our meat, et cetera, et cetera. And olive oil is one of the concessions we have to make. So, But also not a processed do. product. Yeah, that's not, also Not true. an industrial, not yeah. a processed product. So there's everything in sustainability is on a continuum. And I think yeah. this, in, in, in the realm, realm of, of, of oils, uh, olive oil is actually the most sustainable choice yeah. that we can have. And one of the aspects of sustainability is to sustain your guests to give them uh, nutrition, you know, nutritional food, food that's good for them, uh, healthy and tasty. And it's definitely a part of, of, of that part of sustainability. It's, we try to uh, uh, do what, what we think is best for our customers. And lastly, I'd like to ask you to imagine that you're having some friends over for dinner, maybe in your home, maybe at the restaurant, um, and they're all vegetarian. Can you walk us through a menu that you might make that would show uh, the use of different styles of olive oil? I don't really need to imagine having my feeding my friends. It happens all the time, uh, especially at the restaurant. And I think one of the best ways to start a meal at Lighthouse is with a house-made sourdough and all of the different mezes, which each, each and every one of them incorporates olive oil. The hummus does the, the smoked labna that we make in house, the eggplant and pepper salad currently, the carrot ivar. So they all have uh, olive oil in them as an ingredient and definitely the kind of like more pungent one that, we, that we've been talking about as a, as a finishing touch and like that like first bite of, of spice and gl like glistening bite. Uh, we would probably move into currently a really delicious tomato salad that has some whipped feta, and uh, basil uh, salsa, uh, heirloom tomatoes, and then it's finished with a pretty mild and fruity olive oil uh, and, um, and some sesame seeds and sunflower seeds for crunch. Uh, we have the roasted or grilled, grilled zucchini and summer squash with pesto and aged feta cheese and finished with a very pungent, strong olive oil to complement the grilled flavor of the zucchini. When you grill vegetables, you get this like um, bitter, delicious grill flavor that to me always is reminiscent of, of, uh, of meat. And so grilling vegetables, I would, we would usually use a very strong olive oil to complement the, the grill flavor. Uh, we have a grilled escarole dish with tahini on the bottom and a very heavy drizzle of, of delicious olive oil on the top and kind of like that green ring on the, on the outside. I think between all those dishes, they'd be, they'd be happy and, and, Intense. And I think also that we'd be able to taste the different olive oils on each dish. And uh, when people pay attention, and a lot of them do, they uh, they note these different olive oils and how they're different, uh, which is always fun and, and, and nice to hear. You can see either it's a it's a, either a yellow ring or like a green ring around things. It, yeah. It's really is so vibrant and beautiful. 